is an order, an agency, one that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle, has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This their story. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back once again to Agents of the Circle, the podcast where I run an original 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons for my friends, and all manner of hilarity ensues. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Sphinx Akasha, and I'm joined by my friends, Kendra and Trary, as Ozma, the rogue-slash-wizard. Yeah, We've got Luke Edmondson as Lucius Flagg, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. (laughs) Riley Brangow as Ash, the Druid Warlock. That's me. (laughs) Caleb Clark as Jazz Goodsong Jr., the Rogue slash Artificer slash Warlock. Man of, many Man of many talents, indeed. Uh, <laughs> got Emily Addington as Orla Talion, the druid slash ranger. Yay! Yeah, Yay. Babe. Right. <laughs> and Megan Davidson Turn as Kaladin, our monk slash cleric. Punch him in the throat. Right in the <laughs> Right in the nuts. Uh, Laramie Lundy, uh, aka Dacos, uh, Zanwin could not be with us tonight. Uh, so I will be, I will be playing uh, his role for the evening as well as all the other things. Uh, but that's cool because we're back for episode 47 of our adventure in Eberron. Good lord, Red 47. Uh, if you, it's absolutely bananas. Uh, if you haven't checked out the rest of the series i mean kind of starting off at a disadvantage you have no idea what's happening so go back and and check us out on soundcloud stitcher itunes spotify google play iHeartRadio, and more recently more recently we're on amazon podcasts (laughs) and audible podcasts holy crap people (laughs) yeah yeah we're everywhere Anywhere and apparently you can get your podcast. We out you. So go. You know what I'm saying? Out. We out here. We out you. You know what I'm saying? You dig? <laughs> check us out. Uh, comment, uh, like, share with your friends. Subscribe uh, specifically if you like what we're doing. Want to hear more of it? Uh, we love hearing your feedback, and we 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 love being able to communicate with everyone. 
Um, that being said, let's get on rolling some dice and having some fun. So, to recap, the circle has fallen. Uh, you all have made your way through the Eldian Reaches to get to the Demon Wastes, making it to the Towering Wood, uh, meeting the Wardens of the Wood, who leads you to the Labyrinth, uh, where the Beholder dwells there. Uh, the Silver Flame Inquisitors are hot on your tail. You go through the pass in the Icehorn Mountains where you encountered a group of harpies and a chimera, but you managed to overcome it and locate the entrance to that labyrinth and you enter, locating markings that you believe were left by Kai, the tiefling that Gorfim sent you to search for. After facing a set of slender men-like abominations, that was a happy Halloween, uh, <laughs> come to a spell circle that Ozma recognizes as a teleportation circle. Well, stand within the circle while she activates it, and you are teleported to a large cavernous laboratory where a very large, very dangerous-looking beholder floats down, smiling at you, wondering if you're to be his newest playthings. You engage in a brief parlance with the beholder who called himself Devarnum the Curious, where you learn that Kai did indeed pass through the labyrinth and had encountered the ancient being. You made an agreement that you didn't get to the bottom of, as at the screaming and furious behest of his patron Mab, Ash initiated an assault on said beholder, who returned <laughs> in kind, hoping to kill all of you and use your bodies as his next experiments. But a series of lucky occurrences, none the least being Dacos eliminating the beholder's anti-magic eye beam by burning his eye out with a well-placed lightning bolt and Devarnium <laughs> rolling a nat one on his save, and then Chaz becoming twice giant-sized and flinging the other party members into the beholder himself. You managed to overcome the beholder. Also, thanks to the killing blow being dealt by Katie and her staff as she stood atop his head and pretty much caved his skull in. <laughs> you take managed that. to take that, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> you managed to go through his library and you located several magic weapons and some really cool magical items, including another bag of holding and a flying carpet, as well as some new potions to add to your supply. You've taken a long rest, you've leveled yourselves up to 10. And you are now planning your next move. So, we find ourselves back in the library, or back in the laboratory. What do you guys want to do? Well, we opened up the way out with the, when we were searching last time, right? That's correct. I didn't catch that. Could you try again? No, Siri, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Amazing. This dude was ahead of his time. He's got a Siri in his lab? That's incredible. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, man. <laughs> How Sifis is on their shit with their communications, I'm telling you. I'd, I'd say let's go check out the opening room. We revealed. Yes. This is what I did. All what right. say you, my love? You want to leave? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So you all decide to go through the uh, the secret entrance or exit, as it as it may be. You walk through the entrance, and the the walls you notice are the are the first thing you notice. They're made of almost that same obsidian substance that the rest of the uh, the rest of the labyrinth walls are made from. Uh, Very strange, because you've not seen... Like, you've seen obsidian. You've not seen obsidian that looks quite like this before. It almost almost shimmers with this weird, almost arcane-like gleam. Jazz makes an arcana check. Check okay. Is it rolling? It hasn't rolled on my end yet. Is it not connected to D and D Beyond anymore? It should hmm. still be. You have to click the the button to activate it. Oh, oh right. Yeah. So. What do I have? Here you to go. <clears throat> oh, that's a Lucius skill check. Lucius with a twelve. Uh, have to just. You've heard something about. You've heard stories about varying, uh, or varying various substances and and uh, metals and materials that work this way. Uh, but as far as identifying exactly what this is, you're you're not certain. I relay that on in whatever limited capacity. Hopefully, that sparks something in uh, someone else. It's not. Go ahead and give it a try th- from the VTT itself. Oh, oh that looks English. like mine. Yep, that's you. Holy cow. Thank you. You rolled a 19. Okay. Jeez, that's right. You have a plus 11 to Arcana. Um, (laughs) He did do this study at some point. He did go to college. Uh, So, Jazz, you've heard about Demon Glass. You have not seen it in person, but your studies lead you to believe that the substance covering the walls... Uh, that make up the walls is this demon class. Uh, go ahead and roll a history check for me. You didn't pay attention in history. (laughs) (laughs) You don't really remember anything about the history of demon glass. He went to community college. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Moorgrave University. You went to Moorgrave. It's, 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 it's a, and it's a, Moorgrave is a fairly good university. You just weren't paying attention that day. He was on an athletic scholarship uh-huh. for com- competitive uh, well, dueling. Well, it's kind of like pro wrestling. <laughs> no, jazz is a nerd. <laughs> pro wrestling is nerdy. Man, it is. Nerds like it. I mean, it's basically theater. So he's a theater yeah. nerd. He's a theater nerd. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's cute. All right. 
This here is demon glass. I've heard of this, but I do not know where it comes from. <laughs> uh, Ash, go ahead and roll, um, roll history with advantage, since you've got Mab inside your head. Okay. This looks familiar, my dear. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So, yes, this this dates back to just during the mid-period of the uh, of the age of demons. Many of the substances here in the wastes, back when this place was still let's say, better looking than it is now. <laughs> Many of the structures here were made from this material. It is nigh indestructible. I would suggest if you found any in pieces, that you perhaps take some with you, my love. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess Ash uh, brushes his hand against it and says, oh, this is, uh, you know, pretty solid stuff here. If we find any pieces, we should take it with us because it seems to be uh, fairly indestructible. Oh, you are right, Ash. Jazz looks around. You wouldn't remember that because of your history roll. <laughs> if, you, if you'd rolled oh. better in history, you'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tries to see what he can, looks around and see if there's any pieces laying around. Um, you find a small shard about the size of a, uh, small, size of a small coin. Um, but not much more than that. Like, like, like Mab said, uh, it's very indestructible. It's, it's fairly indestructible. It would be very, very difficult to chip any pieces off that weren't already broken. And mm-hmm. something major would have had to have happened in order to cause it any of this to break mm, even that chip yeah can I look is... around for any chipped pieces or like sizable pieces yeah you can you can try looking again I mean Jazz rolled a a dirty oh. 19 <laughs> <laughs> and, and only there's... found the small piece Perception or that was investigation. Investigation. Mm. Yep. Probably mm. not going to do much better than that. Then. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't find anything worth. Uh, you know, find a couple of pebbles, but definitely are not de- uh, demon glass pebbles. Mm. Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I can find any flaws in uh, any of the walls? Like if there's a where we might be able to try and uh, lever it out or, or chip a piece off, perhaps? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so after... After a little bit of, of looking, kind of rubbing your hands uh, along the edges of the walls, which are both smooth and warm, it almost pulses. It reminds you a little bit of the way uh, kyber shards feel 
But you do seem to find a little divot in the wall to your right that looks about the same size as the the chip that Jazz picked up. I think we might be able to get something out here, but I'm not exactly sure if I can do this myself. <laughs> huh. Does anyone have any kind of tools that could be used for this? Well, Jazz has a bunch on him. (laughs) I think Smith's tools or maybe Thieves' tools or Tinker's tools might help. Thieves' tools probably wouldn't help. I would say the Smith tools would probably be your best bet in this particular case. Would you say it's a Dex tool roll or an intelligence tool roll? Um, that would be a strength roll. Strength? Okay, doke. Let me just do one real quick. Because you're trying to break off a piece of something that is mostly unbreakable. You see a flaw in it that you think that you can uh, exploit, but not without a considerable amount of force. Okay, doke. So, let me just roll proficiency bonus. Uh, so I just roll my strength, and I just add four. Just a straight, yeah. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. You don't make much headway. It, it you you see some sparks fly as you try and chisel into the uh, that divot, but nothing more than sparks the 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 wall looks unaffected past the divot that's already there <sighs> oh it's indestructible it seems indeed i cannot remove it well truth in advertising if nothing else <laughs> this is true Well, I say we probably move on. All right. So you continue down the the dark path, uh, and as you move further and further away from the laboratory, you find that the light is getting darker and darker, which would bother you if you all didn't have dark vision uh, and Jazz <laughs> didn't have his goggles. The goggles. <laughs> uh, so it takes you maybe about. 20 or 30 minutes, it's a straight hallway um, that leads to what appears to be a wall. Um, Let me take a look. Ash, with your passive perception, uh, you can see that there's a, a small point of light coming from one of the seams of the walls where the, the wall meets the ceiling. Hmm. Right. Well, Ash will move towards that. Okay. So you are now standing directly in front of that wall. What do you want to do? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, 
Is there any writing or anything that I can see? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Alright. Hmm. Probably not with an 11. That comes out to a 19 total. Oh, never mind. You know. Um... <laughs> um so you look around the wall. There's nothing written on the wall itself, but with your dark vision, you can see what appears to be kind of a groove in the floor where the wall meets the floor. Hmm. Okay. Can I put my hands on the like, face of the wall and try and slide it along that groove? Sure. Which direction do you want to slide it in? in? I mean, you know, along the groove, so not into a different wall, but <laughs> like. Okay, but from what you can tell, uh, the wall can might, may slide either to the right or to the left. It doesn't seem to, there's no clear indicator. The, the, the groove seems to be on the other side of the walls to the side and they don't seem to go into one wall or the other. Mm. That makes sense. Uh, I guess let's try moving it to uh, the right first. Okay. So you grip it as best as you can with the palms of your hands and do your best to kind of slide it to the right side. Uh, you can feel it shift ever so slightly, but it just kind of feels also like it's locked in place there. It wiggles a bit. You can feel it wiggle, but it doesn't move. Hmm. Anyone want to come see if they can uh, see if this wall here is locked? <laughs> it, it has some give, but it seems like it's stuck on something. Jazz comes over to investigate. All right. Go ahead and investigate. Should have rolled it. Why is it taking so long to roll? There we I go. Now oh, there it goes. You roll 13. Um, you don't see a locking mechanism or latch anywhere that you can pick out with your tools at all. That makes me want to try Arcana. Sure. Nope. Well, maybe. All right. You reach out your senses uh, to see if there's any kind of uh, magic uh, that is uh, affecting the door. And while there seems to be uh, a, a soft, low current of magic uh, of the weave within the, the demon glass itself, uh, you don't sense that there's anything affecting the way that the door moves or keeping it from moving. At least can not magic. Can I cast Detect Magic on it? You certainly can. Yeah, I do that. Okay. Uh, well, I cast it and then look around for anything that's glowing. 
all the walls, the walls, the floor, and the ceiling all glow with magic. Do I know what kind of magic it is? Is it one of our normal schools? It is not. Well, that is unnerving. Um, but nothing specific to the door. Nothing specific up. to the door or or any kind of locking mechanism on the door at all. No no arcane lock that you can see. Okay. Well, it's not magical, so maybe it just needs some brute force. Idris just or Dacos rather. I'm gonna remember to call him Dacos from now on, I swear. Uh just kind of walks <laughs> over, it's like, well, I don't see what the big idea is. And he kind of leans against the door. There's a click. <laughs> and the door begins to slowly shift to the left and slide. And opens to almost blinding sunlight. Oh! Ah! And see, Dekos is going to make a reflex check. To make sure he doesn't fall over. Or dexterity check, I should say. Or save, rather. Ah! He just manages to catch himself <laughs> as he as the door opens. Oh! I didn't do that on purpose, I swear. <laughs> and walk. you all walk out into a desert wasteland. Hmm. Oh. Can we tell what direction that we're facing? Um. Let me bring us back to the map. You are facing the uh, the northeast. So, but that's pretty much the direction that we wanted to go in, right? To get to yep. Ashtakala. That is correct. Well, this looks right to me. I agree, Katie. Let us make our way. Where did we exit from the labyrinth? You oh, guys, if, all if we're looking at the map looking here, at the map, you guys are here. Okay. So we really need to go like east. But yeah, to get to Ashtakala. Yeah. And that is, let me double check my distance here. Do, 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 do. You can see the obsidian spires far off in the distance over the horizon. Uh, there are a few sand dunes here and there, but you can see like just the very top of some of the, those old sand dunes, old, not sand dunes, old spires. And you are about... Stop it, map. Nope, that's not what I wanted either. Mm 
right. You are about 64 miles away from the entrance to Ashtakala. That's a couple of days of travel. Yes, one or, one or two days. Not well, if we're going, we're going hard, 15 miles a day. Well, I guess we better get after it. <laughs> Indeed. So you make your way. Uh, it's about high noon. Uh, you've taken some time while you were in the uh, in the laboratory to eat and replenish yourself, so you're not exhausted and uh, and starved. Uh, and also, kind of resettling your the new equipment that you found, reorganizing your bags of holding. So it's about noon, maybe one p.m. As you've exited. So let me silently roll this here. Let's see what happens. All right. So the first day, uh, you walk about maybe three hours uh, before you begin to notice something kind of off in the horizon. Uh, there's not many places to hide as it's all just kind of sand dunes and uh, kind of dead trees. You, you've noticed kind of these weird, almost bird-like creatures flying over you, but they've not really paid you much mind. Um, however, now you are seeing what appears to be groups of things kind of moving along the horizon on either side of you, um, almost as if they're, uh, they're shadowing you, but they're far away enough that you're not in any kind of immediate danger. Hmm. Are they just tracking us, like keeping eyes on us, or does it look like they're... They're far away enough from you that you can't really tell. It could be a coincidence that they're moving in the same direction, or they could be shadowing you. Mm. My love. Yeah. Do you know what those are? He's asking uh, for nature or survival. Let me see which one's higher. I would say that would probably be... Nature? Nature, yeah. Okay. So let's see if it works. Ooh. Nature check. Um, they're oh, there it is. They're fairly far away. You rolled a 13. Uh, they're fairly far away. But you can make out that they're at least humanoid in shape. Mm. Okay. They're at least humanoid in shape, my love. But beyond that, I can't tell much more. Uh, hopefully they want nothing with this. 
You travel for another couple of hours, and and at this point, the sun, you're far enough north that the sun is beginning to go, is beginning to set. Um, you manage to come across a couple of uh, a, a cliffside uh, where there is some form of shade that you can take. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to stop here? Or do you want to keep going? What time is it? What What does it look like? It's about, by this point, it's about 5, 5.30-ish. Okay. If we have the energy to continue, I'd say that we should. I've been gifted from Misha Call a sort of temporary housing situation that will keep us mostly safe oh. wherever we need to stop. Oh, what is this? Um, it's a spell that makes like a little, like a like an extra large tent, but it's magically encased so that it's impenetrable by things that I don't deem allowed and the inside of it is tempered. Uh, temperate so uh, if it gets super hot outside we can get in the dome and it will feel like nobody's going to get heat exhaustion oh hmm. because it is hot yes it's that right. said um and and i think that we can all fit in it too i think it fits up to 10 people so it's gonna get muggy in there you don't have to come if you don't want to <laughs> 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 all right so you guys continue we keep going all right you move forward for another couple of hours the figures to either side of you seem to have disappeared Interesting. Seems good. Yeah, or they're reporting back that there's easy pickings by the cliffside. Uh, unfortunately, entirely possible. We could do uh, some without a trace. Ah. I think then, that that's probably a good idea. Yeah. This is not a bad idea. Let me see here. Yeah. I mean, that would give us an hour. Uh, All right. All right. You're casting pass without a trace then? Yes. All right. Go ahead and make a stealth roll. And that's what, a plus 10 to your stealth rolls? Yeah. Is everyone seeing Pass Without a Trace in the, the chat? chat yeah. Log? I see it. Yeah. Okay. It just doesn't roll anything, I guess. No, it doesn't roll anything. So we should yeah. all roll a stealth check? Yeah, roll a stealth check and add 10. It's going to be good. Oh, 37. Idris. <laughs> Oof. Well, 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
38. <laughs> Jeez. 36. You guys are a lot sneakier than I am. <laughs> okay. Where's Idris? Here we go. Stealth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, 16? 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would think that's good for, like, not being seen by things flying in our periphery. Yeah, average, average, on average, you guys did well. You all are, are, are stealthed fairly nicely. Um, so, yeah. So, you all wander some more uh, towards the, uh, your location, the location of Ashkatala. And uh, thus far, uh, your walk is without incident. You walk for another maybe four or five hours before you finally begin to tire. Um, you find yourself a uh, another like weird kind of clearing with some rocks to to serve as a uh, kind of barrier or buffer. Well, if are we comfortable stopping here? Uh, <clears throat> a couple more hours about what? Seven. It's, yeah, it's about dark. seven or eight now. That's probably dark. Yeah, we'll set up a quick camp. Okay. I will start ritually casting Leoman's tiny hut next to the rocks oh. to make it look like a rock. Nice. Oh. Excellent. And how long does that casting take? That's what, maybe 10 minutes or so, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Let me double check. Yeah. Oh, no, it's only a one-minute cast. Cool. Even ritually, though? Because if I don't use a spell slot, it adds time. Yeah, oh. I think it's ten, it's 10 for ritual without a slot. I mean, I could use a slot, I guess. No, it's, no, it's fine. 10 minutes is... Let me double check that. Newman's tiny huts. Use an evocation spell. Nope, it's still a one minute ritual. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, you take about a minute and you basically create uh, a 10 foot radius dome around you all. Uh, and you can see magically through it, but, and I don't know if any of you, uh, once you're done, you take a look outside, you step out of the hut and you can see that it has basically created itself as if it is part of the same rock formation. It's, it, it's, it's just as if the rock just kind of lengthened itself uh, and your hut is now the other piece of that rock. Yeah. Should be, yeah, opaque from the outside and then translucent, and transparent from the, on inside. the inside. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always loved this spell. Or the there was another one, wasn't there, with the the private room, like Mage's private room in the old ones too? Yeah, there's another one that's like a mansion of some kind that you can create. And it's basically the same thing. But that's like a much higher level spell if I'm remembering that right. Oh yeah, it was oh, crazy. Yeah. It's like level seven and but it has a feast for like ten like people per level and yeah, you can you have like uh, spirit servants and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was also a tiny hut that uh, there was an unseen servant with an extra dimensional space of goods, and it was called Magic Shop, and you could like trade with them, and it had a certain amount of gold. And interesting, it was, it was cool. Cool. Well, all right, you are now uh, in the hut. Uh, for all intents and purposes, you're f- fairly safe. What do you guys want to do? Uh, you've got an it, it, la- it will last you for eight hours. Jazz says, uh, yeah. oh. Oh. <sighs> I know you are all uh, a fake, but I need to, I need Shaddai because <laughs> Jazz needs to sleep, and you guys don't, I think. Oh, the half elves do. Yeah, yeah. the half elves yep. still sleep. Same with the villain, little tired after all that. <laughs> yeah, you did just trek through a desert for several hours. Yeah, but check it out. This is super cool because it's translucent from the inside. We can literally be like laying under the stars and like looking at the beautiful night sky above us, just feeling sleepover, peace oh. and calm and safe, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and it, there is a sky full of stars tonight. Uh, the, the sky is very clear. There's maybe like one cloud overhead that's kind of meandering by. Um, otherwise, there's nothing. You see a few small lizards kind of run past. Um, none of them really pay any mind to the hut at all. Uh, as the night kind of progresses and continues. Um, Idris takes out uh, some rations from his pack and begins to kind of chomp on one, a little bit of jerky, as he uh, pulls out, you know, his staff and kind of wipes it off and kind of kicks the dust off of it and kind of leans uh, leans against it for a little while for support as he kind of goes, kind of settles into a trance of his own. I feel pretty safe in here, but if you guys think it's a good idea, we can still establish watches. I would feel better with that. I'm certainly happy to stand my turn. Same. I need to sleep. (laughs) Dacos is already in a trance. He can't hear any of you. (laughs) Uh, I guess Ash will take first watch. Sounds good. And I'll have my... um, familiar Alfred you know just hang out outside being in viz 
<laughs> He's outside the circle watching for you as well. Yeah, you know, like you like around. <laughs> yeah. So Alfred kind of walks out of the dome, uh, flies up a bit, and like perches himself on top of the rock uh, above you all, and it's kind of quietly watches. And you can feel him kind of fidgeting, but outside of that, he makes no sound whatsoever. And your your watch passes by without incident. Nice. Who's next? <laughs> Who should I poke to wake up? I'm dead. Uh, to the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Ash will walk over to Lucius and <laughs> give him a wet willy. <laughs> oh, and, then, and then when Lucius wakes up, it'll be like, what? What are you talking about? It's your turn for watch. I don't know. I just got here. Yes, I can see you were tardy as your wet finger arrived first. <laughs> My hands are just naturally damp, man. They're naturally like I sweat. I sweat a lot. Mab, sweat or spit. Mab snickers inside your mind. All right. Well, I didn't see anything, so hopefully you won't either. <laughs> That's so <laughs> ominous. Oh, <boy. laughs> Good night. Oh, hey, I have a question. Sure. If I've if I've never seen Ash's familiar, I can't have designated it as allowed inside the dome. Oh. I so suppose it's that's chilling true. outside forever. <laughs> it's just hanging outside. Okay. It's invisible. Gosh. It was fine. It's fine. <laughs> just chilling like a villain. All right, that's cool. Uh, so, Lucius, you're sitting outside, uh, and the night's fairly cool. Uh, like most desert nights, uh, you don't really notice anything. There's, or no, you're not sitting outside. I'm sorry, you're sitting in the hut, looking outside. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, lizard here and there, uh, a snake off in the distance, kind of sliding by, uh, a spider along the the wall. Uh, not inside the hut, of course, but you know, on the <laughs> the wall of the stone outside. And, uh, yeah, not much occurring at all. Ah, nice quiet evening. Delightful. So your, uh, your watch passes uneventful. Uh, who is taking final watch? I'll take it. All right. <laughs> Really not <laughs> <laughs> Lucius, as you go back to to bed, Ozma, you are sitting up and alert. Uh, and it's my alert face. Okay. <laughs> there is a strange sound 
on the air. And you, as you look out beyond the hut, you can see the wind kind of begin to shift. And it shifts. And it shifts. And nothing happens. And you hear suddenly in your head, well, my darling, this is an interesting place to find you. <laughs> what? Who is that? Oh, God. <laughs> I swear, my love, if you don't know my voice by now, I'm afraid that I have left very little impact upon you. And it makes me wonder to whom you have been listening to as of late. Magnus. <laughs> I've been, it's been a bit of a hard time for me lately, and I've been drinking a lot more than even usual. And I was wondering if I was finally losing my mind. Well, <laughs> as we're in a desert, in a see through rock. Magic. I'm away from okay right now. Well, magic does uh, have its advantages. Um, I am glad to know, however, that you are all right and that you did survive the purge. So far. Good. I only barely made it out myself, and it was uh, not exactly easy. How so? If I mean, I feel like you're kind of killed it, blending into the background. Well, yes, I am at that. But there were many agents of the Silver Flame about, and uh, apparently there were many hiding in wait within the agency itself. We had. Uh, we were infiltrated from within. Not a good feeling, uh, being outfoxed like that, as that is generally my speciality. Uh, I don't take kindly to people stealing my thunder, especially <laughs> when it results in uh, the death of those I've come to call comrades, and potentially the death of the one person on this planet I give a damn about. But... What is it? Is it me? <laughs> no, it's my left foot. Of course it's you, girl. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. <sighs> yes, but of course it is. At that point, Ozma, after being impetuous, which is how she deals with incredible stress a lot of the time, she puts her hands down real quick and goes, and just whispers, barely audibly. I'm just really glad. I'm just really glad you're still alive. Seriously. Like, I just, I don't know what I'd do. Like, I didn't, you've been gone for so long, and I get it. You do whatever you want to do, but just knowing that you're alive out there, that's all I need to know. And I just... Trust me, my love. I have contingencies in place should I die, and you would be the first to know. 
I'm glad to see that you are alive as well. I'm glad to be alive, to be quite honest. But as always, I'm on the move, uh, as it is not safe in Sean anymore. And I am loath to bring my... Uh, I'm loath to remain in Undyre. Things have been uh, escalating between Thrain and Fairhaven as of late. Last few days have been quite intense. So, I'm heading southward. What's south? Your grandfather. And given that your grandfather is of great importance, that sends both a shiver up your spine, but also this feeling of relief. Of, okay, <laughs> that's... Yeah. Okay. I know that your mother would be loath to, uh, to recommend you come and see her father, but I have maintained good relations with him. And so uh, I'm on my way to his kingdom as we speak. Isn't that a little rash? Must we? Well, given what I know you know, you may be headed in this way anyway. So perhaps I'll see you when you get here. And then quiet again and goes, you better not fucking die on me. <laughs> kill you. Someone kill you. Ah, uh, my love, I have far better things to do with my time than die. As well you know. <laughs> but I will be careful, and I do hope that you will do the same for me. And when this is over, and when the silver flame is eradicated from the face of the planet... I want the names of every person in the circle that sold us out. We will hunt them down. Oh, oh, my dear. I believe you may be a, uh, that we may cross paths on that, uh, sooner than you think. Because my life has been crazy since I got involved in any of this magic nonsense. But <laughs> wish sometimes I wish I could just be on the boat again. You really don't right now. Trust me on that. <laughs> Your mother has a lot to deal with as it is. And uh, I have it on good authority that she is not uh, pleased with you. When is she ever? I mean, that is the case. That is true. Yes. But she did hear about your um, incarceration and... Uh, you must be so embarrassed. What's the word I want to use? Your um, your recruitment, quote unquote. Yeah, that's a word we could use. That's a word we should use, yes. <laughs> but my point is, I might not be here because I chose to be here, but these weirdos, 
I'm starting to like them. Good. I think I, I kind of like them. They're kind of like a crew. And I don't, and I want to, I want to hurt the people that want to hurt them. Good. The next step of this will be that you, uh, a step that you and your crew must take together. If the circle is to rebuild, it will take all of you. Now be nearby, as always. Yeah, hopefully for longer than these little fireside chats. Well, <laughs> I am using a very, very, very experimental form of a spell that should not last this long. But it has proven very nice to hear your voice, albeit in my head. As I've been dying to hear your voice when I'm not making myself hear your voice, if that makes any sense. Most of the things you say make, like, hardly any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cannot argue that point. I think th that's, that's probably part of my charm. <laughs> you have many charms, my dear many and when I see you again I will regale you to all of them and I will <laughs> I will use a, a good deal of mine as well I can promise you that it's been entirely too long since I've seen your face and there are things that must be um, to use a crude word consummated <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's, that was, that was a choice. That was a word choice. That was. Yes. A, a I chose that word on purpose. <laughs> Asshole, you fucking shape shifty motherfucker. Well, ah. believe me when I tell you this, all of the faculties of my shape shifting will be a full Used to you. <laughs> Just to give you a little bit of something to look forward to, my dear. Oh, <laughs> getting overheated. Oh, in her brand new coat and her brand new coat. She's just like flapping it at herself. <laughs> <laughs> but I must. Uh, I must leave you now. I can feel the spell beginning to die. Conveniently. Well, it's not conveniently. I was hoping for more time. I really was. But any time I get to speak to you, it's time that I cherish. Do take care of yourself, my love. I will. Don't fucking die. I promise you, I will do everything in my power to not die. Not fucking die. To not fucking die. <laughs> And he, it almost feels like he wants to say more, but he doesn't. I'll speak to you soon, my love. And the connection that you feel blinks out. And your head is clear again. Ozma takes 
the deepest of breaths and then lets it out in a prolonged sigh. <laughs> it's at this point that Idris awakens from his trance. Uh, what? Oh. Are you all right? Dandy. And he reaches into his pack, pulls out a flask, and he hands it over to you. You like you might need that. Old man, young man, <laughs> you know me well. <laughs> well, we take a deep swig, probably deeper than she intended. Quite honestly, he, his eyes wide like widen like saucers as he watches you just kind of glug that down. Like, oh my, you you really did need that. I, I, wow, uh, do you want to talk about it? I want to go to sleep. You're up. Why don't you sit here and see whatever other things happen tonight? Who from your past is gonna? Pop up and say hello. <laughs> what kind of voices are going to be in your head? You're, you're hearing voices now? Never mind. I mean, I've had... I don't need anyone from my past showing up. I mean, outside of the one that already did. <laughs> which is also a surprise. Well, the two that did. One was a surprise. One, not so much. I knew I was going to have to face him eventually, but... Not like that, but in any case, sure, yeah, if you want to go and get some sleep, you seem fairly rattled now. I would say you're probably not going to get too much sleep in that state, probably not unless you finish the rest of that, but I'm just an old man. Well, old to you, not so much for me. What do I know? You know what? You're probably right. But I could use some company. You want to play cards or something? Sure. I'd definitely be up for a game. So he takes a pack of cards out from his pack. Because, you know, of course he has a pack. (laughs) And he shuffles them. And kind of deals them out, and you recognize the card configuration as a very arcane version of Gin Rummy. (laughs) Yes. And he, you know, staring at his cards, he draws one, puts down a, 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 a three, it's like, you know, This line of work has brought out a lot of the weird that we we signed up for, but I mean, I for one didn't think it was going to be quite to this degree. And I mean, we've we stumbled into a murder mystery. We went to the Feywild, and now we're on the run. I mean, this is a little insane. And also, I became young again. There was also that. Yeah, don't I'm, forget that. I'm still kind of processing 
that one. When I met you, you're a, we- a weird old perv, and now you're like a weird young perv. <laughs> you can take the 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 perv out of the old, but you can't take the perv out of the me- you know that went better in my head. That got away from me. But I mean, we're all finding out more about ourselves in these weirdly ridiculous times. I mean, we're all that's left of the circle now. Us and Triss, wherever she's gone, and Hugh and the Chief and Dez. I mean, that's it. We're all there is. The circle may as well be dead, but we're here. We are trudging along, trying to—I don't know—set things right. I guess. Shit's weird. Shit. I mean, and I come, and I come from a culture that worships their dead. So there you go. Looking back on that, yeah, that's weird too. (laughs) I mean, some introspection time here. I mean, certainly. I mean, if we're going to get any kind of introspection time, it's going to be during the single worst crisis I've ever been through. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Kind of giggles and takes a swig from the from the flask and. Puts it back in the middle of the floor between the two of you. Draws another card and just kind of stares at his hand. So, do you mind if I ask you a question? Shoot. What is going on with you and the, uh, I can't remember his name now. The, uh, the Hobgoblin. <laughs> that, that 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 blacksmith guy he seems really nice all the questions that you want to ask me well you know like eve of almost certain destruction you're asking me about my love life love provides a a lovely and wonderful distraction as long as you don't go asking for details. I mean, that'd be weird. I mean, I'm not going to ask for them. If you want to give them to me, I, I'm all ears, but I won't ask. <laughs> he's a, he's cute for a goblin. Yeah, he seems like a good looking guy. And he makes things that go, that go the killy, the stabby. I like he, is, he seems very good at that, yes. A little clingy, though. Well, he likes you. From my account of you, there's a lot to like. Oh, come on. Hey, as as kind of ridiculous as you can be sometimes, you're all right in my book. 
and he kind of <laughs> leans over and gives you one of those like those knuckles to the, to the shoulder. <laughs> You're all right in my book. I want fan art of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all, all of that to say is, you know, we take our happiness where we can find it. And our life is not for the faint of heart, for the faint of spirit, or for the faint of body. We, any of us could be snuffed out at any moment for whatever reason. So cling to what you ha- cling to what you can. No shame in taking time to take care of you and to to fuel whatever uh, needs or desires you have before you shuffle off this mortal coil. You know. Can I, can I tell you a secret? And you need to make sure you don't tell old humorless McSorcerer pants over there. That's you know, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> I I know the the humorless McSorcerer pants only leaves one other variable. But yes, yes, I'm a light sleeper, you know. <laughs> you got wet willied earlier. I've got my eyes on you all. <laughs> Dacos kind of turns to, to Lucius. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that wasn't me, by the way. That was. I don't know who that was. I was in a trance. I... You're fine. Pay me no mind. Sorry. That's <laughs> all right. He passes you the flask. <laughs> Sorcerer make grumpy pants. So, what's this secret? I didn't want to be here. I didn't sign up for this. And it makes me almost feel without how everything has gotten wrong that when I was recruited onto this little crack team i almost feel like shiro knew something big was gonna happen and he almost and he wanted me to suffer through it it just takes it or it just dacos takes a big sigh as he processes that there's a lot that i think that shiro knew about when he put this team together I think he knew that we would bond in some way or another through some kind of event or something that would, you know, force us to become unit family thing. I don't know that he could have even foreseen this as powerful as he is. And let me tell you now, Having had the same teacher that he did, he's a powerful dude. He's way more powerful than he lets on. So that he picked us. I think he that means he has more faith in us than we tend to have in ourselves. And yeah, we're suffering right now. We've we've kind of we've stepped in the shit. And we're kind of knee deep in it. I mean, 
we're in the middle of the demon wastes of all places. It's not a fun time <laughs> by any means. For a place, if I ever heard one, <laughs> it's ominous. I've only heard stories about this place when I was a kid. So, and that was almost a millennia ago. I have no idea <laughs> how much of this has, how much things have changed between then and now. And you, you look at him and like, you can see in his face, he's not kidding. <laughs> like there's almost a grave, uh, certainty to his face that you, one that you're not used to seeing it from, from Dekos at all. There's this, Eladrin, who is for the most part very like happy-go-lucky, yeah, and and willing to do a flip for no reason, he's now just in this almost grave moment of introspection. I've had to come to terms with a lot people that I'll never see again. I didn't think I'd ever see Clara again, but she's in Andair, waiting for us now. Didn't think I'd see my dog again, but I can now summon him with a a, a snap of my fingers. And he snaps, and Fauntleroy appears just on the other side of the hut. It's kind of, <laughs> and he snaps again, and Fauntleroy disappears. It's weird. And I don't have any point of reference for any of this. Again, this is from a guy who comes from a culture that worships their dead. That has used a form of necromancy that is unknown to the rest of the world for all intents and purposes. To preserve their dead. And that's our afterlife. That is our afterlife. We don't die. We just are undead forever. It's multiply. Seem like you're having a similar level of existential crisis as I am because where I'm from you don't use magic to fix problems. It's just a tool. It's just a thing. Do you know all my crewmates? They saw me right now sending like fireballs from my hand and making teleportation circles or whatever. Like they would laugh at me. They, they'd They'd say, "What do you want a wand? Do you want a? <laughs> what do you want a wand? <laughs> you you gonna do party tricks now, or are you gonna actually like get down to business? I've seen you break in to a castle or a dungeon or an ancient crypt. If you've got magic, it takes real skill to do it without it." And now I feel like I've been, been nice because I used to have to hide that I was good at these things and I don't like hiding things I'm good at. <laughs> That's fair. I, like I don't have to anymore, but I don't know really if I'm the same person and I don't like that. Idris looks at you. you more elf than me and you can help me out with this. I'm only Mavsies. It just gives you a small smile, uh, very much like a knowing smile. You don't know who you are anymore. 
Welcome to Growing Up. I've done this for almost... Uh, nearly a millennia now. And... If there's one thing that I can... One piece of advice. One elf to a half elf. That I can give you in this. Is that... Your life is going to be... An evolution. A change. The only constant we know. Sometimes these changes happen in the blink of an eye. Or it seems that way depending on your lifespan. Some take longer. I've watched you. I've seen what you're good at. I've seen you struggle. In the brief time that I've known you, I've known you to be both wildly insane and ridiculously competent at the same time. It's a little scary if I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've known anyone quite like you. And that freaks me out just a little bit. However, again, this coming from an elf whose culture is based around death. Just saying. We have death singers. We have bards that sing and bring people from the dead. That's just, that's a thing. All that to say, if I know you the way your crew knows you, and I like to think I know you a little bit in the way that your crew knows you, I don't think that they would think any less of you. I think that you give yourself far too little credit for the woman that you are becoming. And those changes scare you. And you're, you're right to be scared. Because they're different from what you've known. But we're all going through changes. Everyone does. And they're all going to be different from what we knew previously. It's just a matter of facing the sun and Embracing that which is different, but is also you. And your magic is that. It's strange, it's different, but it's also you. And you don't need to be ashamed of that. You're good at it. Better than you think you are. And he like pokes you in the shoulder. You just need to have more confidence in yourself. And you hear him almost slip into this, like, you hear his voice slip into an accent you've not heard from him before. You just need to have a bit more confidence in yourself. Oh, haven't done that in a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trying to leave those things behind. <laughs> I have, in my exodus, from Arenal. I've had to do a lot of that myself. <coughs> Excuse me. As I'm sure everyone here in our little party has, in one sense or another, it's if I'm going to guess, if I'm going to put on a, a tin hat for a moment, might be the common thread that helped Shiro see us all together. 
We're all trying to escape something or run towards something. And I hope that we all find what we're looking for, that we resolve everything that is plaguing us so that we have left unfinished. As much as it scares us, as much as it is, it feels like a burden. I know that it's the right path. He takes another swig from the flask, hands it to over to you. I'm willing to go on this journey with you. Are you willing to come with me? Ozma sheepishly moves the flask from one hand to the other. Almost looks like a little kid at this point. She's kind of like drawing circles in the sand in front of her with her foot. <laughs> she was like, Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. And he reaches over and puts an arm around you and he kind of pulls you in, kind of a one-armed hug. It'll be all right. We've got each other. We've got this group of crazy people. But for right now, we're all we've got. And us weirdos need to stick together. Ozma stays in the hug. It feels good for a second and then kind of sits up straight and to comport herself back to her usual facade and then goes, well, good talk. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Dacos nods and laughs. At him, just so he knows that. I mean, he's in. He's in on the act. Yeah, he he nods and winks back. You got it, kid. <laughs> oh, oh, that was great. <laughs> that was sweet. So he sits with you for the rest of your watch. And nothing happens. You guys are playing rummy, passing the flask back and forth until the sun rises. Uh. And the sun rises, and uh, all of you slowly come back into waking and uh, find Ozma and Dacos very cheerily just kind of hanging out and it's kind of yammering on about whatever. Dekos turns to you, to you all. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uneventful, I assume. Yeah, I'd say pretty uneventful. He turns to Ozma and Winks. 
Pretty uneventful except indeed. For, except for you would not shut up. <laughs> well, maybe if you put some earplugs in or invent some, then you wouldn't have to listen. You don't have to sleep. Ooh. I have to sleep. <laughs> then sleep better. <laughs> <laughs> The, he, he laughs and kind of slaps uh, Jazz, uh, slaps you on the shoulder. Sleep better then. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, yes. You're right. We are all in this together, as you said. Oh, so you were listening. Yes. No. Some. Fair. <laughs> and just as the, those words are spoken, the spell for Liamid's tiny hut ends and the bubble pops. And the dome vanishes. Well, looks like it's time to continue. Dekos takes... A, a jerky from out of his pack and begins to chomp on it, takes a canteen of water out from his pack and passes it around to everyone. Let's get hydrated. It's, it is a desert out here. Oh, do not remind me. <clears throat> so you all uh, pack up what little you've unpacked during the night and you make your way forward into the desert. You head east another two or three hours. Um, Ash, go ahead and make a perception check for me since you've got the passive perception of a fucking hawk. <laughs> yeah, I <think. laughs> Okay, a seventeen. As you as you move into a uh, kind of a pass, uh, cliffs and crags and uh, rocks, kind of all over. You take a moment and you stop. You're not alone. Okay. Uh, I tell the rest of the, the group that I feel like we're being watched. It just stops. Entities from yesterday? From based on your role, you can't tell. Don't know. It just kind of stops and puts a hand on the hilt of his void blade. It's kind of looks about, and he's going to make a perception roll as well. Uh, 
with a 14. He speaks low enough to where you can hear him without, you know, shouting. I don't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) But you can hear him, right? (laughs) Aegis is like, I, I don't know what that was. Uh, is that my stomach? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with that. For the sake of all, all will be. <laughs> and you continue to walk for a little while. Another 20 minutes. This kind of desert cliff pass. Uh, begins to narrow a bit as you further venture further east. You're beginning to see more and more of the obsidian spires uh, of what you assume to be Ashkatala uh, in the distance as the spires themselves begin to grow uh, in size. But then you begin to feel the earth move. And Ash, it seemed, it feels very subtle to you. Almost like something just shifting in the sands. It's very odd. Does not lend itself well to anything good. this going to be one of the spice worms from Dune? Because that's terrifying. I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> you continue walking. Yes. And as you walk... Go ahead and make another perception check for me. They're coming. <laughs> Good yeah. morning. There we go, there we go. You can see the shifting in the sands about... Let's see. Where are you? About a little less than 50 feet to your left, there's a strange kind of swirling in the sands near a particular, near a cacti. And you see what looks like a hand, very humanoid hand begin to rise from the sands. Oh, I don't like that. And then a second one. And then with, with no warning whatsoever, a very large, very armored skeleton jumps from the sand. And around you hear the and more of these armored skeletons jump out from the sand and surround you. 
like you all to roll for initiative, please. Nope, 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 everyone? No. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like this shit at all. <laughs> no, thank you. Hmm. Mine is saying no. Oh. Mine's also saying that there's no active combat encounter. I wonder if you have oh, to wait. refresh Hang the on. sheet or something. I, I haven't put the... I always forget to do that with this thing. But Jazz, Orla, and Ozma were able to uh, roll for initiative. Oh, did you roll yeah. through the D&D Beyond? Yeah. 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 Okay. Hang on, you guys. Ha I'm getting us there. <laughs> Sorry about my cat, guys. No, <laughs> no, that was hilarious. That was, that was Nobody's hilarious. upset. <laughs> he wants dinner. <laughs> dinner. I like, do, do I say anything? Do I just act like it didn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There we go. And let's see. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's try this again. We there we go. Much better. All right, roll for initiative. Okay. Dekos. Lucius and Orla, did you guys roll already? I did. Uh, I did, but I'm happy to re-roll. Uh, go ahead and roll it on the... There you go. Uh, you too, Orla. Go ahead and roll it on the actual encounter tracker. Oh, I'm sorry. Is mine in there? Yep. Okay. All right. Let's begin. I think. There we go. All right. So starting from the top of the order, we have Jazz. I think you're in there, babe. Is she in there? Uh in the um, initiative? Yeah, she's in. Okay, I'm good. You got it. Okay. Oof. Okay. So at least three have popped out. Eh? Mm. 
Thank you, Derek. Hmm. <clears throat> he calls Saif to his hand and he poofs in and then he poofs on the fire and he says, so how do you like your new buddy? And Saif, you, you feel this almost like rabid glee uh, from Saif. Ooh, Ben, baby, Ben. <laughs> Yes, it is quite nice. <laughs> it's going to be a hot town time in the old town today. I thought you might enjoy it. No, he will... Let me see how far that guy is. Can... Ooh, just out of reach. Um, to be safe then... Jazz will just. I didn't think I was gonna be first. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Them's the way the dice roll. Damn. <laughs> mm. Oh, I don't guess I've never done that before. Okay, so let me read that. Okay. 30 feet. Okay. So, <clears throat> as we'll move here, no, you probably won't be able to see it. Move here. Okay. And he will, for the first, well, not the first, I've used it before. I'll use a, I'll hex him uh, with my, uh, I'll curse him with my hex blade curse. Okay. Where is that? Did it come up? There we go. Okay, so I think he's just uh I think he's just cursed. Okay. Um, and remind me of what the hexblade curse does for you. It gives me a bonus equal to my proficiency, proficiency bonus, bonus damage, damage against him. Uh any attack roll, crits on nineteen and twenty. And uh if he dies, I heal. Oh, that's right. Uh, Warlock level plus charisma modifier. So I'm guessing my rogue level where's my charisma modifier, which is zero. So that'll just be five. Cool. Okay. So yeah, I just move up there and then I'll give a couple shots of uh, Eldritch Blast. I'll let him come to me if he's going to. So, first one. Do it. It might take a second. Yeah, it's been taking him a second. There we, there go. we go. 15. 15. Does not hit him. Okay, okay. So then. 
second one. You fire a blast of green energy and it moves past him. You fire a second blast of green energy and that one does hit him. Yeah. There we go. That so he takes eight damage. Eight plus uh, four for my uh, for my curse. Okay. Plus four for the curse. So that'll be 12 damage. And uh, I think that's it. All right. All right. Next up is Ash. Ash is going to move. Okay, there we go. Or right there. Ash is going to move there and then do. Aldrich Blast at that guy over there. Okay. The same one that Jazz has hexed. Okay. Um, I think you can hex him too. It's going to be double, double fucked. Oh, interesting. Okay, so... Yeah, you still have to click the attack button. Yeah, attack. Um, all right, normal. That one hits. That one does not. Dang, so 20 just hits him. 20 just hits him, yeah. Ooh. All right. All right, you guys, big rolls. All right, that does 12 damage. Right, and uh, I'll do that again. So I guess I can just do attack. Attack. Oof. Again, just one hit. All right, go ahead and roll your damage. 12 more damage, okay. All right, that'll be the end of Ash's turn. Eight. Alrighty. That ends Ash's turn. The next turn is Bone Knights. Not a sec. Which one? Oh, that is you. All right, so let me double check his sheet. Speed of 30. All right, from where he is, he is going to put down his sword and he's going to pull out a longbow. And he is going to fire... Uh, Two shots 
one at Katie and the other one at Lucius. So first longbow attack at Katie. Be twenty versus your AC. Yeah, that hits. And that will hit for only two damage. Looking good. Jeez. Roll the natural. Roll the natural <laughs> one. Uh, remind me, do you have the deflect missiles? Oh yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I do have that. Yeah. Return right. Yeah, she should be. Able to uh, I think it's a it's an amount of damage that I can deflect. So that's correct. I, and right? you can so use, it could be multiple missiles, but yep. Yeah. And you can use a key point oh. to try and send the thing back. Yeah. It used to be. Um, I will just deflect it, but I will not throw it back. Okay. Uh, then go ahead and. Let's see. You can d- deflect the attack by 10 plus 9. Oh, yeah, you deflect that. I'm not even going to make you roll for that because you've got a plus 9 to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, you deflect the missile. Uh, you deflect the the arrow. And you the, the, the bone knight just kind of... Uh, and fires his second shot at Lucius. And I'll go ahead and cast shield. All right. That's a 15 versus AC. And the shield pull. Oh, that, that misses you. You've got a 16, a natural 16 armor class. So the start of your next turn, you have a bonus five to AC. Damn. That is Rather nice. That pulls your AC up to 21, my dude. Yes, indeed. All right. So that, uh, as the missile comes towards you, you put up your hand and a magical shield appears in front of you. The arrow is caught in the shield and is obliterated. You can't ever underestimate shield. And let me double check something here. Do, 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 do. How many? Okay. And he will move. <laughs> the Bone Knight will move forward this way. And that will end his turn. Katie, it is your turn now. Oh boy. You're on deck. Okay. I. Did you say that one of these guys was bigger and seemed to be like leadery? I did not. So they're okay. So they're right. all just giant and scary. Indeed. Got it. Okay. Well, we're gonna go back with to old reliable. And I'm going to bonus action cast Dazzling Blade on my all new right. quarter staff. Um and then I will Move up to him and uh, do two two handed strikes with the quarter staff. All right, 
No, that's not going to do it. Why do I have a minus one? That's a great question. You should not have a minus one. That's the vicious. Oh, you know, it's probably not reading as a monk weapon. It's probably part of the problem. Okay. Weird. Um, yeah, so it's not it's not applying my decks. Um, go so ahead can, and add your decks to that, and, and and yeah, we can count it as a monk weapon. I mean, it's still not gonna hit. I'm pretty sure that's a seven. <laughs> ah, right. Yeah. Nope, not gonna <laughs> hit. Yeah. Um yeah, then I will do another one of those. Do, 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 do. do better. <laughs> do better. No. It, it does not do two. better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, these so, digital dice are flawed. <laughs> you swing twice with your quarter staff uh, and miss both times. Right. The... Uh, the... Yeah. the the bone knight just kind of stares at you. Uh, its bones kind of rattling in its armor. And you can see uh, past its helmet, its jaws kind of clatter in almost like a mocking laugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Then I'm going to sacred flame him as my cantrip. Cool. All right. He needs to make a saving throw. And he fails that, so roll damage. Okay, okay. Okay. Five is still more damage than I did with my brand new staff, so. <laughs> so as your sacred flame hits him, you notice that he kind of is, is, is flung backwards just a little bit. It seems to do mo- take more of an effect on him uh, than you would have initially thought. Okay. Ah. Uh, would it be reasonable to assume that I know why that is, being a cleric? Uh, being a cleric, yes. Uh, you would know that these knights are of the undead variety. And so they might have a little extra vulnerability to radiant damage? That it would be correct. Okay. Uh, as a free action, I will yell something to that effect to my compatriots in case they have radiant magic to use. Very good. Okay, and that's it. That's my turn. All right. Um, Orla, you're next. Dacos is on deck. Okay, so the one that's closest to me or to Orla, this one right here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to attack with my Thorn of the North, but I just got a new spell called Fire Arrows that I want to use. Okay. So I think what it um, does, let me go ahead and bring it up. So they take an extra 1d6 fire damage and if they hit it up there, baby. It'll show. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry, my cat's attacking me. Okay. <laughs> Got to yeah, after this. Let's do it. Okay, so let me see if I can hit them. 
Did it work? Uh, let's see. You Whoa. rolled a 10, uh, which did not hit him. Okay, so I'll check it. Okay, so your first fire arrow just kind of goes whizzing past him. Mm. The second one just barely misses him. He bats it away with his uh, with his shield. Okay. And does the same mocking laughter at you. <laughs> Look at my stuff. Um, hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to move, babe? You could do some moving. I think you still got some move. movement. You should be. You're fine, babe. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll just stay there. I'm okay. Okay. Then that is, brings us to Dacos. Dacos will move directly over to that guy, and he's going to strike at him with. He's going to pull out the uh, the hilt for the blade, the void blade. He snaps, uh, switches it on, and the bright blue uh, great sword blade kind of <laughs> blue flame that he then makes his two attacks with. Ah, uh, you. There you are. So, strike number one. Twenty-four will hit, and we'll do eleven damage to to that guy. We'll bring him to that. And then we'll do that again. So another 24 to hit, which does hit. For eight damage this time. And that will bring him to that and he will use one of the effects to blind the bone knight go ahead and add the effect there so he moves forward awesome. slashing once whoosh, slashing twice both strikes hitting the mark the, the last strike hitting the bone knight across its face, scorching the bit of the uh, where the eye socket is and, and, and causing this weird, almost uh, band of light to appear over the monster's eyes uh, and he is now blinded. Uh, 
Idris or Dekos will then uh, let's see. Will then reach forward with his free hand and use shocking grasp. Which does hit, and since the creature is wearing metallic armor, it will do. Wow, it will do 28 damage. That. All right. The bone, the, the the bone knight shakes as the electricity passes from Idris to it uh, through the conduit of its uh, metal armor. You can see bits of bone and and uh, the the coloration of the bone begins to kind of gray, and, and bits of that color begin to kind of flake off and char. That particular bone knight is not looking so good. And that will end his turn. And it is now this Bone Knight's turn. The Bone Knight that Jazz initially afflicted. And the Bone Knight will waste no time. He will take out his longbow and fire twice. One... And two. 23 to hit, Jazz? Yeah, that'll get him. I'll get him. All right. And the second one will miss. So, two rapid fire uh, attacks from the longbow from the Bone Knight. One strikes true and hits you right in the shoulder. The other one whizzes past that it is nowhere near you, and you take five piercing damage. Okay, okay. I want to use a brand new ability. All right. Uncanny dodge. It allows me to half the damage of an attack that I could see happening to me. Or, okay, uh, and you only take three damage. Yay. Just because. All right. Good use of a reaction. And that bone knight is going to now move here. And will end its turn in your general vicinity. Ozma, you are up next. All right. So I'm going to take out my silver star of luck. And we are going to cast Guiding Bolt. Oh, that's going <laughs> to... What did I do? Um, which one are you going to hit? The one that just uh, went after my boy Jazz over here. Alrighty. 
All right, let's do it. Let me do this right. So, okay, yeah, I did. Cool. Twelve, your guiding bolt flies past him. Oh, no. Oh. Well, that would have been good. That would have been real good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would have. (laughs) Next attack with advantage, though. That's on a hit, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Dab nab it. <laughs> Sorry, trying to silver lining it. Yeah, you're good. There's one. Um, too mad now. We'll, we'll, just, uh, we'll just do a firebolt. All right. <laughs> 19 just misses him. Oh, God. The firebolt whizzes past, just past the helm of the Bone Knight. He kind of, you see it turn its head as it flies by. And then it just turns its head towards you. (laughs) Very Crypt Keeper laugh. Yeah, that's super, super Crypt Keeper. I love it. One, two, three. Well, then I'm just going to move... There you go. Over here. All I'm right. Read him next time. All right. And that's it. Okay. Which brings us to our other bone knight. Where are you at? There you are. As he moves out from behind this rock. And proceeds to shoot two arrows. Uh, one at Orla and the other one at Katie. So Orla first. Oh, crap. He rolls a one. Uh, his, bowstring, <laughs> his bowstring breaks. And he throws the bow down in <laughs> disgust and anger and draws out his greatsword. And that will end his turn. Uh, let's see. Bone Knight number dos. Or not dos. Other. <laughs> uh, let's see. He will move out from behind his hiding spot. And... We'll attempt the same thing. Uh, an arrow at Orla, since he's the one he can see the best, and then at Lucius. Orla first. A seven to hit. I'm pretty sure that does not. Uh, no. And then at Lucius. A 19, and given the fact that you've got a 21 shield, that will not hit either. So, flip, flip from the Bone Knight. The first arrow completely misses uh, its mark. The second one gets stuck in Lucius's uh, magic shield and shatters. Bone Knight. Ah! 
that will end its turn. Lucius, you're up. Alrighty. And that was the one that just stepped out from the uh, from the left side that attacked. Yep, that was this guy. Alrighty. Um, I will go ahead and into later. Um, I don't see my uh, wand that's got um, guiding bolt at level three. Oh my, let me see. For the purposes of this right now, though, I don't want to close links down. I can just cast it at level three, but that's that's the uh, the charge I wanted to use. Cool, go for it. Eleven will miss. And then I will go ahead and follow that up with a firebolt. All right. Seventeen will also miss. So you take your wand out, you fire a guiding bolt from it, but it kind of spirals off to the side. And then you thrust your other hand forward, firing a firebolt from it, which also goes a bit wide. And that will end my turn. Okay. That brings us to our other bone knight, who will... Let's see. Let me make sure... Bone Knight will move here. Oops. Instead, we move here. Boom. And we'll let's see. Let me double check something here. All right. He will cast Crown of Madness against Orla, who needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, because you're an Eladrin, you have advantage against being charmed. So go ahead and roll your saving throw with advantage. Okay, give me a moment. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So I just rolled twice, right? Yep. Okay. And then... Oh, yeah. You save out of that easy. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nat 20. <laughs> and a natural 2. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, but that, 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 that first roll is great. So, yeah, you okay. you feel the... Like, just the, the, the inklings of your mind beginning to kind of waver. But you shake it off. 
and you uh, you you bear down <sighs> in his frustration he will take out his longbow and try to shoot you oh okay because he still has one <laughs> I still have a bow and 14 does not hit you the arrow goes wide these bone knights are not doing very Ha-ha. well. <laughs> and Orla, you watch as the arrow goes wide, and from that same direction, you see a strange thing just kind of running towards your group. Uh oh. Mm. An owl bear. Suddenly appears. Jesus. Uh oh. I will add itself to the initiative. Jazz, you're up. So, Lawrence, I keep seeing um, hmm. maybe D and D Beyond hasn't ex- uh, hasn't showed it, but I have. Uh, and 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 uh, Kendra, let me know if you see it too. Do you have a bonus action called Steady Aim out of nowhere? I don't. In D and D Beyond, or in no, uh, in, in Foundry, VT, in in Foundry, I have a. I don't know where it's from. It's not giving me an explanation. It says it's a third level rogue feature. Oh, that's one of the new um, new class features. Oh, what? It is. So you get to give yourself advantage as long as you have a bonus action and you don't move? Yes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, I can't use it because I just moved, but wow. You, you see that? You, see? you can give yourself advantage. That's that's dope. Yep. You see that? Yep. So remember that. That's a so that's pretty much you get to give yourself sneak attack if you don't move. Yep. That, yeah, that's part of the 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 new class options that have that appeared with Natasha's update. Well, there dope. we go. There we go, Natasha. Read it. There we go. All right. So then. In that case, I will just do a little booming blade on him. So, I cast it, and here's the attack. Damn it. Oh, you just miss him. Damn it. Oh, here's the, here's a second. Come on, come on, come on. Oh! Ooh, okay. Uh, roll me a d20. So I go into here. 
probably do the custom dice in here. Or I'll just do another attack and I'll just and we'll ignore everything else. That's fair. Sixteen. Okay. You Saif remains in your hand. Okie doke. <laughs> uh, you you miss once, you miss and almost lose your balance. You almost feel your sword uh fall out of your hand, but Saif uses his hex blade uh bond to you to remain fixated to your arm. Oh uh, it is okay, we we must adjust. This is new. Careful, boss. Okay. Now, oh, I guess now he's done. Yep, that's his bonus, his move, his attack. Okay. All righty then. Because I think, yeah, I think Booming Blade count, uh, to cast it is the bonus. Let me see real quick. I think it is. Sounds about right. Let me go to the Yep, yep, now. yep. Yeah, yep, that tracks. Okay, so then it is Ash's turn. Riley, you there? You're muted. Dang it. My bad. <laughs> uh, so I, I did move my character and I was talking. Um, I'm going to attack the skeleton guy next to Jazz and Ozma. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kill it. Eldritch Blasts. That hits. Yeah. Both hits. Yeah. 11 and 7. So 18 damage. Very nice. And uh, I'll, I'll do that again. Oh, and no, <laughs> one hit. <laughs> For 14 damage. Good Lord, man. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 indeed. You hit go. him three times with your Eldritch Blast. The fourth one sails wide. But you do a significant amount of damage to him. You see one of his arms, uh, his shield arm, now lays limp at his side. How do you do so many? Uh, it's it's based on his uh, on his level. Oh, your level, your higher level warlock. Oh, I yeah. thought you're asking in character. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, oh yeah! Oh, how do you do so many? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I just, you know, do a thing and they come out. It's pretty sweet. I must, I must learn this thing. All right, that'll be all for Ash. All right, Bone Knight next to Katie will now swing twice with his sword. He cackles with laughter, swinging his great sword. 
A 22 to hit? Yeah, that hits me. And that will be 13 points of slashing damage. Ow. And then he will come back with a second hit. Oops, not that one. There we go. For 19 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. And we'll take the damage. For 12 slashing damage. Ow, you dick. Very rapid slash, slash. (laughs) Your arm and your torso. And he will attempt to cast. He will cast command at you. The wisdom saving throw, I think. That uh, is a yes. DC fourteen wisdom save. Mm. <clears throat> Good memory. Uh oh. Right. Nicely done. <laughs> you feel the effects of the spell begin to uh, begin to seep into your mind, but you channel your your energy through your martial arts training and you fight it. <coughs> that will end that one's turn. Um, Katie, it's actually your turn. All right, I am going to cast Spirit Guardians, and I better center that on myself. There we go. Um, This area is now full of little twinkling lightning bugs, fireflies. Oh my! That uh, will deal radiant damage to hostile creatures when they start their turn. Or when they enter it for the first time on their turn. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Um, what is it called again? Spirit Guardians. Ah, uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and also their their movement is slowed, so oh. handy. Very. What is, um, <clears throat> do they have the slowed condition, or are they just movement? Have less movement. They just have less movement, and it's only in okay. that radius. Yeah, the creatures. Um, yeah, the creature speed is halved. Okay. Yeah. So the I don't really have a bonus action. I guess I will spend a key point for patient defense. Okay. And then I will cast Sacred Flame as my cantrip. Cool. So that's a deck deck save. Deck save for me. Is there a way to mark that I'm concentrating somewhere on my person? Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Let's see. Dex save, dex save, dex, dex, dex save. For me. Saving throw. Normal. Fail. It is a <laughs> fail. Roll damage. Smosh. Oops, not that one. Seven takes 
14 points of radiant damage. Okay, and that's it. I'm not going to move. So it gets hit with the radiant damage oh, and screams. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. I maybe do want to move. Hang on. I move here. And then my spell moves with me. Here. No, never mind. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that at all. Okay, carry on. All right. Orla, it's your turn. I don't know if you're saying anything because you are muted at this time. Okay. Okay, so with my flower blade, do I have enough actions to... Oh, to, um, well, first I'm going to put my bow away, but do I have enough actions to um, go ahead and strike the ground and then do the, uh, oh gosh, what is it called with it? The field of flowers and then also attack twice with it. Do I have enough actions to do mm-hmm. all three? You can probably, let's see, let me take a look at your sheet. Where is your flower blade at, though? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong character sheet. Hang on. Whee! Once a day, you can strike the ground. Huh. I never listed what that would be. So let's say you can do, go ahead and do the uh, the flower growth as a bonus action. Okay. Okay. So I want to go ahead and then do... What is it called? Is it Field of Flowers? Where you strike the ground? Uh, we can call it that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to read and find out what it's called but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and do yeah there's no actually there's no actual spell associated with it okay field of flowers in the same center it's just a magical effect from the yeah then that same you want to drop it where her in the middle where her bugs are yeah yeah that same center okay but i'm gonna uh stay where i am and when you call them bugs it really takes away their majesty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're little lightning bugs yeah okay. they're sparkly they're, they're lbs they're, they're lightning bugs and here's what we're gonna do hang on a second i have some cool spell effecty things mm-hmm. we're going to use oops hang on All right. 
Poof. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so those are the bugs. No, this is the flowers, because I okay, yeah. didn't have anything else for flowers. That's cool. Looks like little petals. Yeah. So awesome. There's now a thing of flowers there. And then I want to go ahead and attack the one that's in front of me. Well, before you do that, I'm going to have this guy make his saving throw. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Let's see. And... Saving throw, disadvantage. And the DC is 15. He makes it. Hmm. And it's half damage on a successful save. Uh, 2d10. Fifteen and half of that would be seven, and another half of that because he's got resistance would be three. Resistance. So he has resistance to what kind of damage is that, babe? Poison damage. Poison. All right. All right. Go ahead and continue your turn. Okay, and then I'm going to attack the one that's in front of me with the flower blade. You probably got to get him. You got to get up on him. Got to get up in his business. Okay. Get your square, babe. Uh huh. And, and then you can drag him. Just drag it. Okay. Just drag it all over. Okay. There you go. Okay. Seventeen, you swing, but you miss. Okay, two more. And you miss a second time. Oh. You swing twice with your flower blade. The uh, the bone knight definitely parrying you with his shield. Okay, that ends my turn. All righty. The owl bear runs forward. Oh my god! Gets right up in the the mess of uh, the radiant energy as well as the flowers, and attacks the bone knight. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so if it got in the flowers, that means it's not evil. Uh, let's see. For 20, it's 25 to hit. And we'll damage it. 
for okay. 15 damage. Oops. And the Bone Knight is dead. Yeah. Mm, there we go. <laughs> All right. Looks like we got a. That is buddy. awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are hard to hit. And the knight will leap. Or not the knight. The owlbear will leap over you and land here. And that will expend his turn. Can I put my hand in the air as he's going over the top, like in Free Willy? <laughs> like in Free Willy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! As you do, as you do, you feel a, a, a strange mix of fur and feathers in your hands. Cool. As he leaps down onto the ground behind you, kind of turns its head and makes a <sighs> noise and then turns back towards <laughs> the other bone knight. It's not a fan of the tummy tickles? Okay. <laughs> That's, that doesn't seem realistic, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> I call that, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Uh, that leads us to Dacos's turn. Dacos uh, will, let's see. Dacos only has 20 movement, I think. Nope, nope, his speed is 30. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Dacos will move directly next to this bone knight and will strike at him twice. Leaving a trail of void energy in his wake. Attacks once and misses, but he swings again. And just barely misses. Good lord. Frustrated, he will reach forward and where are you? And will shock and grasp. And the bone knight will just move back just enough to where it Jacob's hands missed their target and the electricity will fizzle out and that will end his turn. The Bone Knight near Jazz will take two swings. Twenty to hit on the first swing. That'll hit. He will aim for your torso and strike you for seven slashing damage. All right, no, it's not too bad. I'll let that one go through, and just we'll in case this one's worse. Swing at you again, and 
as he swings yep. again, you hit him with the blunt, uh, with the blunt end of your of Saif, and his sword goes <laughs> flying. Get out of here! He will stare you down. No, and get that out of my cast, house. I will cast command at you and point. Ah, make a wisdom save, DC fourteen. Twenty. Not twenty. You don't even feel the the spell try to affect you. You you feel just a a a a calm as his (laughs) spell just fails. (laughs) He gives him um, a tumble. No, get out. Get not in my house. No, Get no, out of here. No, not today. Yep, yeah. <laughs> not today. <laughs> yep, exactly. Commercial so much. The, the Matumbo. And that will end that Bone Knight's turn. It is Ozma's turn. Stab, right. stab, stab, stab. Oh, not just stabby, stab, stabby, stab with the Sunblade, which is radiant damage. Oh, oh shit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It gives yeah. me plus two, and we'll see if it does it right. But I'm supposed to get an extra one d eight uh, when I am using it against the dead. So we'll see what happens. Nice. So you get an extra one d eight on top of the radiant damage. Yes. Dang. Is it? It's it's finesse, right? It's it's supposed to be. Yeah. You can do versatile. And uh, if if you're proficient with short swords or long swords, you're proficient with it. So there you nice. go. There you go. You're good to go. You're good to yeah. go. <laughs> Because um, he isn't otherwise engaged. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And you didn't move, did you? So you could steady your aim anyway. Yeah, so you get advantage. Oh, man. You're going to destroy this thing. Yep, she's about to kill it. <laughs> 22 will hit. <laughs> it's going to be dead and gone. Unleash, unleash. So one D eight. Go ahead and add another D eight damage to that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Oh, is that the one or the eight? So it was the one. That's. Um, so you do twenty one radiant damage. Oof. Still. And then you can do the sneak attack damage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 You don't actually have to do that because. you hit him and he shatters from the force of the light (laughs) as your raiding sun sword slams through him just embarrassed death (laughs) second death when the, apparently when the sunblade is not used, it just looks like a hilt. Yeah, it, it's yeah. basically another magical lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Except for yours is out of sunlight. Right. Yeah. Void We've got one that's made out of sunlight and one that's made out of void. The dark saber. Say again? She looks at the hilt she's like, oh, I like this. <laughs> 
that's a really good weapon for for you. That's really good. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, because well, you can stack things advantages depending on what you're working with, especially with the new steady aim. Jeez. Mm -hmm. And it's a finesse longsword. I had to take multiple feats to be able to do that. That's pretty legit. So yeah, does that end your turn? Do you want to do something else? You still have a cantrip for the rest of your I movement. Have a, I still could use a cantrip. Yep. And I think I will go for this guy all the way down the corner. Okay. And I don't think I only have like one range. We'll just do that. You said firebolt? Yep. Come on, lucky, lucky, lucky. Luck is running out. Yep, the firebolt will go wide and miss. <laughs> that is fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that was that was really good. That was good. I've been, I've been waiting for like four turns. I'm like, I can't wait to use the stamp store. Can't wait to use the stamp store. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. This thing's gonna be sick. That's one of the best. That's 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 one of the best swords I've uh, seen, and uh, not not like overpowered, but as far as the coolest, it's one of the coolest swords I've seen. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. It's finesse, and it's uh, multiple proficiency lets you use it. So in case you don't, you're not able to use a long sword, you can still use it. It's cool. I'm happy with it. <laughs> The Bone Knight will move here and will point at you, Ozma. Make a wisdom saving throw. You have been hit with command. Aww. He looks at you and he speaks one word. Bravo. You have fallen prone. Mm. <laughs> Whoops, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that's not what I meant to do. Prone. <laughs> you are prone. And he gets advantage on his attack. He will strike at you with his sword. Easy. Nice. Yes. Eighteen to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. If I win. <laughs> Eight slashing damage. Fine. Could have been worse. And Could've he worse. hit you again, or attempt to. Twenty-six to hit. Thirteen slashing damage. You can half it, Kendra. Oh yeah, shit. Uh, can I do reactions if I'm prone though? Um, depends on the reaction. I'll I'll rule it. What reaction are you trying to do? 
Um, I was going to do a uncanny dodge. Uncanny <laughs> dodge. <laughs> I would. I, I would rule that. You know what? Yeah, I'll rule that you can do that. You just you just, just squirm away. Do I just like like wind? Yeah. <laughs> roll like the wind. Just roll. Yes. Yeah. Just just roll. Okay. We'll do another uncanny dodge on that. All right. So you take <laughs> you take seven damage. All right. Rolled. And that will end the bone that bone knight's turn. Now got this gentleman. Where is he? He will. Where are you? Oops, that's not what I meant to do either. Get out of here. All right. All right, and he will. Let's turn him around. And we'll have him shoot at Orla. <laughs> it's okay. Where are you, Longbow? There you are. First shot at Orla. 11 to hit. No, that isn't hit. And then second one will be at Lucius. For 20 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Take eight piercing damage as the arrow... Finds purchase in your on your shoulder. Uh, he will then let's see. So let's let's see. This bone knight will take its lead from the other one. And Orla, I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, Okay. Yes. Okay. That first one was just a wisdom roll. Not oh, okay. That's what wasn't a saving throw. Okay. Go. Yeah, All right. Sorry. There we go. That was the right. Fifteen. All right. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That ends its turn. And it is Lucius's turn. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and cast a Guiding Bolt at level two. Okay. Um, and I will go ahead and uh, use a couple of sorcery points for a Quicken spell and cast it again. Um, okay. Both of them at that same one that just shot. Okay. Go for it. Uh, 
That hits. Uh, 23 to hit. That yeah. hits. Ooh. That is a lot of damage, sir. Uh, that is 44 <laughs> damage. Dang. You have hit it hard, and it the, the, the damage splashes across its body, and you see uh, the bones begin to sizzle. And one more coming in with advantage. This All right. Oh, I see what you were doing. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's a hit. Oof. Yeah, that is that is that is thirty points of radiant damage. Dang, seventy-seven or seventy-four points in one turn. I think that's the new record. I, I think it might be. Yeah. Uh, and it is once again hit, and it burns even more. the The shield arm is, is completely down, and it just has its longbow, uh, and it drops the longbow, reaches back, and pulls its sword out. As it tries to prepare itself for a final push, and I'll go ahead and hit it with fireball. All right. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> like, oh no, you no, don't. No. no. <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> Oh, and that, that's a 27. 27 will hit. For three damage. Not not <laughs> not not bad. It it takes the fire damage and ah! Oh, just be quiet. <laughs> all right does yeah, that end good. your turn Alrighty. and it is the bone knight next to orla and it will hmm it will make uh Bakos, roll a wisdom save. Normal. It rolls 13. And the... Oh boy, the <clears throat> the Bone Knight turns to him and points and speaks one word: drop. And Dacos drops his Void Blade. No, it, disenga- it disengages as the hilt hits the ground. And let's see. Cast one more spell. As soon as I pull up its character sheet. There we go. And. Huh. No, it won't. It will. 
Let's see. Nope, can't do any of those things. Sword is gone, I believe. Uh, let's see, what's the other one? Ah! Nope, that does not work for him either. Okay. That is... It will pick up the sword that it dropped earlier. And that will be its action. And that ends its turn. Jazz, you're up. Ash, you're on deck. So let me do some moving. Okay. And then he'll just do a slash and a slash until there's nothing left. All right. First one. That will hit. Oh, maybe I, maybe I should have. No, I never mind. Just blast. That's a twenty-eight. Okay. The twenty-eight will hit. And let me do the damage. Or did, does it do damage on its own? It should. Okay, roll damages. There we go. There you go. So. Oh yeah, and uh, I had I had two hands. Uh, he's okay. My other hand's empty. So total two hand damage. Whew. It's gonna be thirty. Yep, thirty one damage. Shit. In <laughs> one more. That's the way you know you gotta you just gotta. Slash, you know, it's got slash. Twenty three will hit. Yeah, slash away. Okay. Ooh. Okay, so two hundred. So that's gonna be seven, eighteen damage. The first one was sneak attack. I'm not going to count this one as sneak attack because he saw you after that first one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 17 damage total. So, you hit him twice. Uh, the first one, you kind of sneak up on him as he's engaged with Ash, just kind of run up on him and hit him the one time. And as he turns to you, you hit him the second time. And uh, yeah, he's he's not looking great. Yeah. He's still up, yeah. though. Oh, he's still, still living. That's not good. Then I'll give him a touch. <laughs> and it misses. <laughs> Yep, shock and grasp will mess. You reach out, your hand pulsing with electricity, 
but it misses. <laughs> and he kind of rears his head back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a little funny. And, and then his jazz's turn is over. All right. It is Ash's turn. All right. Um, Can we call Ash Ashy Larry? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ash is going to move there. Only when he's rolling dice. Only when he's rolling dice. Mossy Project, son. What? <laughs> wow. Gonna attack Come this. together like two butt cheeks. <laughs> Eddie Griffin. It's gonna attack that skeleton there. I thought I. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay. And do two eldritch blasts. Eldritch blast until they come home. <laughs> The first one hits, the other one does not. So the two beams of green light flash out from your hands. The first one hits him square in the chest. For 13 force damage. Nice. Yeah. We'll do that again. Oh, wow. Uh, both of them hit. Good lord. <laughs> pop in the, just pop them in the head. Just picking up the field mites and just. <laughs> the <laughs> Fourteen damage. That will end Ash's turn. Fifty. Okay, he is not looking great either. But he's still up after you've popped him twice with the magical beams of green light. That brings us to Katie. Okay. Um, I would like to move around the owlbear. Sure. To here. Yep. Which means that my... How do I move my spell effect? Let's see. Nope, that's that one. Hang on. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. Uh, Well, here, I can do this. I'll just do this, and then I won't have it consume a spell slot. No, I, I know that there's a way to move this thing. I just cannot for the life of me remember what it is. Okay. All right. So that's correct. This guy can go away. Oh, there Bam. you go. Good job. Okay. Um, yes. And I am going to attack this one uh, twice, two-handed with the quarterstaff. Okay. This one is still here. So that would actually be 26. No. That hits? 25, yeah. That will hit. Um, 
So let's do some damage. Damage. And then I'm going to roll the radiant separately so that it's easier to math. Cool. Cool. Super great one on that D6 there. Oh, Although it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a D8. That's fine. That one can be one-handed. That's fine. Um. And it's a slash Wait, it, R. Oh my bad. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. Uh. There's my radiant damage. Okay. So what was your what was your actual damage? Damage. What was your plus to damage for your vicious quarter stat? Oh, oh, oh. Um. Four. So it would have been a total of five bludgeoning and then okay. uh five radiant all right he is dead you hit him and he explodes with your with the power of your bludgeoning and radiant damage combined he shatters in a bright burst of radiant light bones and dust flying everywhere perfect okay armor kind of clatters to the sand have a little bit of movement left and another attack so I would like to move myself and also my spell effect over there. All right. Over Where's, there. How do I... What is happening right now? It's a good quiz. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, so hopefully I am flanking with Orla. You are. You have okay. advantage. So I am going to two-handed attack that homie. Yep. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the the highest roll there would be a 26. That will hit him. Uh So the 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then and then two radiant. All right. You smack him hard. Uh, A flash of light. You you hit him in in his head. And you see now kind of the scorch of light ag- across its bottom mandible. Uh, and it's, 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 it's just a nice black mark. He turns his face back towards you. <laughs> well, that was super creepy. So now I'm going to burn a key point to do flurry of blows. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quack, 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 quack. Um, <laughs> smack a dactyl. Don't like that. Nope. No siree. Where <laughs> you're in a mood today, Caleb. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be an 18, which is a miss. That's a miss. Yep. And then a 22. That um, hits. No, 24. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. 
So that's seven points of bludgeoning. Okay. And one point of radiant damage. All right. And with my way of the open hand feature, I would like to do something. Oh, I want to knock him prone. Okay. Is that I a... think that is a that's going to be a save of some sort. I think it is a dex save. Okay. Missiles, open hand. Uh, yeah, fall prone if it fails a dex saving throw of DC sixteen. All right. He fails. He's prone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that is my turn. All right. Orla, you are up. Um, you, oh, okay, sorry. I was so I'm just going to stay where I am and keep attacking that guy with my flower blade. Mm-hmm. Do it. There's the first one. You've got advantage to hit since you're flanking him, plus he's down. Yeah, what'd you get there? 14? So she can roll again, she's got advantage. And less than 14. Okay. Well, she's still... So that's that's just the first hit. Yeah, that's the first hit. First one is going to be here you go. Oh, much better. Good. Good one. So that one definitely hits. And does... Just nine points of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I do it again? No, that oh. was that was to the advantage, but she okay. hit it on the first roll. All right. So I have to take that one. So yeah, you do nine points of slashing damage against that guy. Mm-hmm. Which da 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 Boom. So you move forward and slash <laughs> down <laughs> at him twice. The first time you miss, he manages to get his uh, shield up in time. But it's knocked away as you slash down at him again from the other side and take out a good chunk. You take out like a couple of ribs uh, from underneath his armor. Wow. I do a battle cry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to demonstrate, but it's ferocious. Nice. Yeah. Uh, is that all you got? Okay, you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right. The owl bear moves forward and will turn itself about and will stab it twice with its beak. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh shoot, that's right, it has advantage. Okay, so that was the first attack. Second attack. Second attack hits. Good lord. And we'll do 11 points of piercing damage as it smashes its face into the prone form of the owl of the bone knight. Now it's down to. And it too will roar. And, and it's just weird. You hear this weird, horrific cross between a bear's roar and an owl's screech, which I will not demonstrate because my throat is definitely not up to that task. <laughs> that sounds hard. And that will end its turn. <coughs> Dacos will spend an action and pick up his blade and reignite it, but will reach out and grab the armor of the prone bone knight and will attempt a shocking grasp with advantage. Which will hit it for 21. And the damage will do 14 points of electric damage. As it sizzles through the suit, the Bone Knight lays there smoking, charred. But still laughing. <laughs> and that will end Dacos' turn. It is now Ozma's turn. Ozma, you are prone and on the ground. All right. That means I have to uh, burn an action to stand up, right? Nope, that's ha- it's just half your movement. Which is half my movement. All right, then we will definitely stand up. All right. Clear that shit. <laughs> you are now standing. All right. Who is this bone knight um, that is near me? Who is he engaged with? Is he engaged with Jazz? He's engaged with Jazz right now. Fabuloso. We're, I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> You're all mad. So, we are going to... I want revenge! The big payback! Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm mad! It's dun, a dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> You'll say exactly. So, we are going to take out that Sunblade again, and we are going to hit with advantage... Go for it. That is a miss. Just just miss it. No. Damn it. Apparently she's so mad she can't hit anything. (laughs) 
Oh. Fine. You know what? We're just going to shock and grasp him. That's what we're going to do. Reach out and grab this crusty undead weirdo. And then where I am at midnight when I have to be up at three hours. Um, do it. No. Oh, you reach out for him and he just moves out of reach. No. Your finger's still sparkling with electricity. Well, I'm standing now. You are standing now. There is that. that. All right. Well, guess I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) It is now that very Bone Knight's turn. (laughs) He didn't see anything. He will turn kind of in a weird... angle and he will swipe at the both of you first attack will be at Ozma for 26 to hit I'm fairly certain that that yep your armor class is just 17 so we will roll the damage there what, what was it? What was it to hit? Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. I'm so, um. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Do you, do you have a reaction you want to do? Uh, I was gonna do defensive duelist, but that's not gonna get me enough. Ah, so I'm gotcha. It's gonna be eleven points of slashing damage. Then. Go Let's ahead see. and canny dodge that. As he cuts into you, <laughs> you said you're you're not gonna canny dodge that. I'm going to go ahead and uncanny dodge that. Okay, cool. Then six points of slashing damage. And then he's going to attack Jazz on the return swing. Uh, 22 to hit. He got me. He got me. (laughs) Uh, 12 points of slashing damage to your torso as he Swing, uh, momentum to swing back around at you. Oh, right in the coccyx. And the bone knight looks at his sword, raises his sword to you, looks up at you, Jazz. I'ms to kill you with it. <laughs> oh. Well then. Let's see what you got. He'll uncanny dodge that, and uh, he'll take uh, six. He'll take the six. All right, that ends the Bone Knight's turn and brings us to Lucius. Okay, I will cast another uh, third level guiding bolt uh, at the one we have surrounded here. All right, <laughs> <laughs> going to town on. You've got advantage, so go for it. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven will hit. Nineteen damage. You hit you strike the smoldering bone knight 
with your guiding bolt and it explodes. It only had one hit point left anyway. It will explode <laughs> in a cloud of bone and shredded metal. Well, perhaps should have switched targets on this. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, I'll go ahead and turn and fire a, uh, a firebolt at the at the other one that uh, Jazz and Ozma are engaged with. Yeah, he do. Eighteen will miss. As the firebolt flies past its head, the the uh, bone knight laughs. <laughs> oh, do shut up! Uh, and that'll end my turn. All right, Jazz, it is your turn. Okay. I think he'll go ahead and let's see. Go ahead and do a booming blade. Okay. There we go. What? How does that make sense? That was a 23 to hit. You still hit it. Oh, oh, where? Showing me something different. It looks like he rolled it twice. It did a 23 and a 9. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what I'm seeing is the 9. Yeah. He didn't show me the 23. I'm okay, seeing no. the 23 as your first roll. Oh, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll your damage and your extra damage. Get the damage. Good that Lord, is man. <laughs> twenty. Wow, I would have done more damage using one hand. <laughs> yeah, you just did twenty-one damage. So then, that is that was the sword. Yep. Let me find the what's it called? So, get out of my face. There we go. So this is simple. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it supposed to be three? Uh, no, it's the first one. It's seven. The second two is okay. if he moves, that's what he takes. Gotcha. Okay. So you hit him once, and the, the, st the strike takes off a considerable chunk of his bone matter and armor. Uh, but then it follows up with this thunderous boom that takes away, that like rips his shield from him. And uh, <laughs> his shield and the hand that was holding the shield. And it is not looking very good for the Bone Knight. Okay, Duke. Uh, for uh, that nine will be, that nine will be my second attack. Okay. The one from earlier, so yeah. he misses, and the the uh, booming blade was the bonus, and I got sneak attack on that for uh, uh, for being with Osla, right? Yep. Yeah. So yep, that's everything. That's cool. good. All right, that will end your turn. 
And it is now Ash's turn. All right. So am I correct in saying that the little skull icons mean that they're dead? They are dead, yes. Okay. You effectively have one bone knight left. Ash will move there and uh, attack uh, that guy. All right. With two Eldritch Blasts. Both hit. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 14 points of magical force damage. How do you want to do this? Um, let's see. How do I want to do this? I I, kind of want to lift up one of my legs and like shoot an Eldritch Blast under it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, yeah, you hit it. You kind of finesse it, shooting under your leg. uh, As you lift it, kind of kick in the air, very uh, 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 like Freddie Mercury, Little Richard style. (laughs) Bam! With the Eldritch Blast. uh, You... You hit it square in the chest. You see the light in its eyes dim uh, as it begins to fall back. The second Eldritch Blast hits it in the chest and it explodes. There we go. Falling pieces falling to the ground. And all enemies are now de- defeated. The owlbear turns and kind of sits on its haunches for a moment, surveying all of you before it shimmers out of existence. Oh, that's weird. And in its place stands a young half-orc man clad in uh, skins and leathers, uh, blades and bones uh, are adorned in kind of a bathlet across his chest. Uh, he stares at all of you, uh, carrying a very gnarled but decorated staff. He raises an eyebrow. Exactly what are you doing in this area? What are you doing here? Don't you know where you are? Uh, Jazz wants to roll it inside <coughs> to try to see who this is. Okay, go for it. He sucks, though. There we go. (laughs) Insight. You have no idea who this person is, uh, save for the fact that he is a 
a, a, a half orc. Um, we are here looking for someone. What are you doing here? My people and I patrol these areas. What is your business in the demon wastes? This place is no place for the likes of you. Human. And a bunch of elves and half elves. (laughs) This place is dangerous. Well, uh, if you patrol, maybe you have seen him. We are looking for a man called Kai. Roll persuasion. He doesn't have good persuasion. <laughs> Roll it anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not bad. Fifteen is not bad. The the half orc raises an eyebrow. Kai. Why does that sound familiar? Who are you to this Kai? Um, what are we? What are we? We are friends. Yes, this is true. Roll persuasion. That should be deception. We have never met this guy. And you see, uh, go ahead and roll persu- perception for me. Fourteen. All right, that's fair. Out of the corner of your eye, you take note of his staff and the fact that it begins to kind of uh, glow with a strange kind of green energy. Uh, and thorns begin to slowly kind of uh, retract from within the the, the staff itself. Mm. Oh, this is true. Well, maybe not friends, but uh, we need him. We think. What the hell would your friend? And you and you definitely catch the air quotes in the way he uses the word friend. What is your friend doing all the way out here in the demon wastes? Pursuing a weapon at a temple to his goddess. Uh, but we were sent to retrieve him by his friend and perhaps mentor the ancient druid Gorfim. Yes. I promise you we are just passing through. Yes. The half-orc raises an eyebrow at you, Katie. Gorfim, you say. It's not a name we hear often in these parts. Hmm. 
And you say his name was Kai. That's the name we were given. Tall fellow, purplish skin, horns maybe? Yep, that's the guy. Mm-hmm. Mm, he was looking for the silver temple, he said. Just due east of here, you're heading towards Ashkatala. Not a great place for people like you. How long ago did you see him? Uh, and you go ahead and make a perception check for me real quick, Katie. Okay. Two seconds. Perception? Yep. Oh, cool. You see just over his shoulder a a line of cloaked be a uh, cloaked humanoids just kind of rising over uh, just over just just over the horizon one of them shouts out Naktaktawak! Uh, the orc kind of briefly turns its head behind him raises his hand in, in, in a kind of wait motion Naktaktawak! Pardon me. Do I recognize that language? Um, let's see if you do. You don't. Okay. Well, you don't. You don't know that language. Thanks. Good shot. Uh, let me double check with everyone else, though. Someone might. Nope. Not you. Nope. Not you. Nope, not you. Nope. Ozma, you know the language. Yeah. Oh. Ozma, <laughs> you recognize that language as Orcish. Oh. And from what you are able to translate of that, uh, it basically saying. Murak, do we take their water or not? And the druid that you're talking to, no, they seem fine. <laughs> Hold on. <coughs> so the druid turns back to you all. He passed by here about a week and a half ago. Heading towards that temple, he didn't tell me why. Only that he was on a mission for his mistress. Did and he all... happen to name his mistress? He did not. He was carrying a ra- he or he was traveling with a large raven. I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, that tracks. Um. Do you know if there's a way that we could maybe cut down on the time to catch up to him? Is there like a safe way through your territory? Not my territory, but these territories are, these lands are crawling with the likes of ghosts, demons. And if you're heading towards Ashkatala, you're heading into Rakshasa territory there. 
Nyxa Rakshasa. Oh, shit. Go ahead and roll uh, history. Or go, rather, roll religion for that, Katie. Okay. Hang on just a second. History, you said. Either history or religion, whichever you have the highest in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Religion. Let's do that. No, that was oh, not great. <laughs> Having a hard time remembering my studies. It's the heat stroke. Does anyone else have any any uh, training in history or religion? Yep. I do not. I do for religion. Yeah, no. Okay, the history rolls are no good I so far. that day as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go ahead and roll, Ash. <laughs> We're just tired. We just got done fighting. It's very true. Okay. So the orc kind of eyes you. You mean to tell me you don't know what a Rakshasa is? That, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Where are you folks from? Sean? Mm, well, from Big City. Mm. Rakshasa are terrible, terrible demonic fiends. They look like tiger men, except their hands are backwards. You'd know one if you saw one. Yes. That sounds have. horrifying. We saw one before we met you, Katie. Oh. You faced a Rakshasa and lived. Ha! Oh, we just seen him. <laughs> a wizard far more powerful than the likes of us rescued us, in fact. That tracks. <laughs> Did you happen to catch this Rakshasa's name by any chance? No, but I, yes, he was old. I do not remember. I'll try to do a history, see if I can jog my memory. Sure. No. Ah. <laughs> yep, nope, not you can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, it is beyond me at this moment. Hmm. Well, it behoove of you to take special care if you are heading towards that area. It's home to more than just any Rakshasa. These are the staging grounds, apparently, for the ones calling themselves the Lords of Dust. Oh, yes, the Lords of Dust. He was one of them. You, Maybe you, faced, you faced one of the Lords of Dust and lived. We merely destroyed his uh, temple entrance and then a uh, uh, the archmage, in fact, of a... Uh, of, uh, who, who is... Where, where is uh, he? You, you would know his name because he is your godfather. It's Emrys Malik. Oh, yeah. It was my godfather. Yes. Yep. Oh, yes. Um, uh, my own godfather. <laughs> uh, saved us. He is very powerful. Who is your he is godfather? not a wizard. His name is Emrys. Emrys Malik. 
you see this druid's eyes grow wide, like saucer wide, like I've only heard stories about the the, the Archmage Emrys Malak. He's real then. Oh yes, real and powerful. Real powerful. <laughs> only way you could have survived the Dust Lord at Trax. And yet you venture into this stronghold city. Not very smart. Well, we are desperate. Clearly. He leans back and the the line of hooded figures are still sitting there waiting. And you just hear a shit ton of laughter. Uh, your you translate that as these fools want to want to walk towards the fiend city, and they all burst into laughter. And then there's silence. You translate that Asma as. They were sent by Gorfam himself. The druid turns back to you. Hmm. That seems to have garnered their respect. Huh. A rare thing to do out here in the demon wastes. All right. You've given me information. I'll return in kind. Besides... Even in the wastes, courtesies must be observed. I am Morak, and I am the commander of these men, the Gashkala. Gashkala. You recognize that term, Ozma. You've heard it before. Um in your tutelage with Zaz. You know that the, uh, that the term Gosh Kala means white ghosts. Hmm. And you've heard uh, of these Gosh Kala as basically uh, an offshoot of the gatekeepers. They protect <clears throat> the demon wastes uh, from Creatures trying to get in and demons trying to get out. He turns towards all of you. How by did you make it into the wastes to begin with? Um, Not an easy thing to come this far. No. Well, it started in a mountain pass. Oh, no, it started in a forest. Then we went to a mountain pass. Then we went to an underground labyrinth that had a beholder in it that was quite powerful. You passed through Davarium's labyrinth. Oh, yes. And you lived. How is it that we never found you? We have people tracking Davarium themselves throughout that labyrinth. I mean, we kind of made a beeline to his lab and then murdered him. So... You <laughs> killed an elder. It was a, it was a team boy. effort, but yes, I did. 
<laughs> this I cannot believe. How could you have killed an elder beholder? Well, she crushed his eye with a stick. Yeah. Um, and his arrogance led him to make a lot of mistakes in underestimating us. I would hate to see you make the same mistake. The <laughs> the orc raises his eyebrow at you, much in the same way. Like picture an orc with Spock's eyebrow. <laughs> All right. This one has Moxie. I like you, little one. And I mean, this is no small half orc. He's about six foot seven. It's like <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like you. But trust me, you do not want to go up against the might of the Gashkala. They are not ones to be uh, trifled with. But if you are, if you insist on your foolhardy quest, maybe we can work something out. And he, I think that we could figure something out that would be mutually beneficial. Yeah. He turns to the line of men. And he gestures them forward. And slowly, as this line of maybe seven or eight uh, of these hooded people come by, leaving another like six of them uh, to flank them from the rear, uh, you notice that they're all wearing kind of scarves and hoods. But they all seem to carry like similar facial traits from what you can see. Uh, through their hoods they get down to about the same level with uh, with Morak and they remove their helm their hoods and face masks and you see behind him a line of orcs and half orcs some of them uh, carrying staves of their own others brandishing like large malls or uh, or maces uh, just kind of resting on their shoulders. Asma, you translate that as Morak. Why do you trifle with this human and these elves and half-elves? What purpose do they have here? Morak turns to them to not be rude. They speak the common tongue and I speak it with them. Anything you can say, you can speak to them in the common parlance. I don't think either of them speak orc at all. And the <laughs> they all laugh. <laughs> And one of the larger ones is carrying this large, like, two-handed mace, uh, continues to speak in orc. Huh? And he spits at the ground. Ozma, what you get out of that is, what do I care that they don't speak orc? These people aren't worth our time. Let us take their water and leave. 
Ozma at this point decides to respond in kind and orc, orcish. I don't believe that would be a very good idea. The very large orc and Morak both kind of are taken aback. <laughs> the large orc just like stares for a moment and then <laughs> little spunky one is fire. I like it. Yes. <laughs> if you'll get tired of these ruffians, you come and Plenty of humans and elves in our tribe. You do well. I will keep that invitation in mind. Wise. People. <laughs> and he he nods wise and he reaches into his cloak and like tosses out a uh, a water skin in your direction. <laughs> Take Yes. <laughs> and Morak just kind of looks at you, Ozma, looks at his friend. Well, it seems that you have been granted the friendship of the tribe. Not an easy thing to come to by the elder. When you see what you now who you now know as the elder of the tribe kind of nod his head and give like a little wink and smile as wide as he can his tusks are huge <laughs> jagged uh one of them uh is kind of plated in this almost like golden thread that's just kind of wraps around it nice. it's like <laughs> He reminds you of some of the old salt pirates that you've seen in the Jalargo Principality, or not the in the Lajar Principalities, traveling around with your mother. So you immediately almost like just feel this warmth towards him. <laughs> like, yes, friends. Where are they going, Morak? Morak turns to him, Uncle. They seek passage. To Ashkatala. And they all just. <laughs> no one goes there. Oh, that place is full of Rakshasa assholes. Yes, and they all agree. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, cunts they are, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and Idris, or Dekos, rather, as uh, kind of looks back and forth. And then kind of leans towards you, Ozma. Well, I know two two things we can gather from this. One, they seem to like you. And two, they don't really seem to like or respect these Rakshasa. Any thoughts? I would say this. Morak kind of we can I think our our travels will kind of put our goals mutually in aligned with theirs and I think we can use that to our advantage Dekos nods 
Sure, sure. Yep, I will uh, agree with that. But uh, we should tread very carefully. Um, I have known a lot of rougher individuals in my life, and they respect <laughs> power. They respect forthrightness. So if there is any sense of deception or that we are, or if they sense anything that is not quite right, we could be in for a world of trouble. Okay. And it just nods. Got you. Okay. And then he walks up to the elder, walks straight up to that elder orc. It gives him a huge smile. That elder orc kind of scoffs at him, but it but Dacos just headbutts him. <laughs> and I will I will take that as a uh let's see. <laughs> Gave him the, the shepherd headbutt. <laughs> Basically just <laughs> Amazing. Unarmed strike. Cool. All right. We can do that. Where? Oh, there we go. (laughs) He rolls a 23 for his unarmed strike headbutt. (laughs) Wow. And. Let's see. Oh, man. Does two damage, so he like just jumps up and bow strike his head button right in the eye, and now there is like this gash over it, like where his eyebrow is. Uh, both his own, both Dacos's eye and the orc, they are now both bleeding from the eye. <laughs> the orc is in shock, and Dacos just like. Calmly walks away, walks back next to you, and like kind of leans over to you again. Two things. One, that hurt. And two, I think that worked. <laughs> and the, the orc kind of leans forward towards Dacos, almost like just, just, just this snarl. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> and and just like slaps Dacos across the shoulder. Ah, bold, stupid, but bold. I like you. <laughs> yes, this is all great. right. You've you've proven yourself worthy of our time. Morak, which you translate Ozma as. Let's help them. They may die, but whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best we're going to get. And Morak turns to the rest of you. It seems we are fated to escort you to Ashkatala. We've been heading in that direction ourselves as part of our patrol. It'll take us the better part of a day to reach. So... Be prepared for a long and hard walk. 
and he begins to like call his people forth. But first, you've all been through an ordeal. Those bone knights are nothing to be trifled with. You handled yourself well, but allow us to assist. And he heals the lot of you with. Uh, he casts multiple things of cure wounds. Let's do at ninth level. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? He is casting cure wounds at ninth level on each of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's just say we're glad they didn't try to take the water. Wait a minute. That's not what was supposed to happen. Hang on a sec. So that should be one. That's just weird. Okay, it would seem that he will not allow me to do that. So fifth level then, there we go. There we are. So each of you get 29 hit points back. Ooh. As his men walk by and cast cure wounds over each of you. Thank you. Of course, you want to be at your best traveling these wastes. When he turns towards his brothers, Takadma Tekinach! Ozma, let's get the lead out! <laughs> and Morak travels with you in humanoid form, but the rest of them all shift into owl bears and flank you on either side and and, uh, and walk behind you. And they travel with you towards Ashkatala. I think that's where we're in tonight. Flanked by owl bears. Owl orc bears. <laughs> Yeah, by Orcish Owlbears. And this is the first time you notice that there are little tusks coming out from their beaks. How cute! <laughs> <laughs> pretty Aww. cute. I want like, an owlbear plushie with tusks now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Real cute. We need, a, we need a toy deal where we can get that done. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, that's... Uh, you guys have... Uh, done quite a bit you've uh made it out of the labyrinth and into basically the heart of the demon wastes and are heading towards ashkatala which you now know is home to the lords of dust uh you encountered bone knights and made a new ally in morak uh the arch druid of the Oh, hell, I'm forgetting the... Of the G Gashkala. Gashkala. 
and uh, his tribe of druids, uh, and they are escorting you now uh, as safely as possible towards the city of Ascatala. Ozma, uh, you had both an interesting conversation via message with Azaz and also uh, a really nice heartwarming conversation with Dekos. Uh, one, that, one that you didn't quite expect to have. So uh, what happens from here, we will find out uh, next time around uh, when we return for Agents of the Circle. Uh, will we make it to the temple? Will you find Kai? Is Kai even still alive? Uh, or has he been attacked and possibly killed by excuse me, by Rakshasas? And uh, what is the deal with the Demon Waste? Maybe you'll find out next time. We'll see. Uh, but until, until then, to all of you listening, uh, thank you for coming with us uh, again and continuing our adventures with us. And uh, till next time, may the dice roll ever in your favor. Take care. Hi there. This is Sphinx Akasha. And this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor.